Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be talking about J.D. Greer and his response to Andy Stanley. And this is an interesting story that it covered over the weekend. So if you got the newsletter to Evangelical Dark Web, which is linked in the description, you would have gotten the story ahead of time. But I will do a video on it as well because I think it's an interesting uh, subject. And there's a lesson to be learned here, and it's not to be fooled by the wolves. So we're going to talk about this article that J.D. Greer wrote at the Gospel Coalition. But first, don't forget to like the video. Also, subscribe to the channel if you are new. I already made reference to the newsletter. Uh, there's free articles every day on Evangelical Dark Web. And paid subscribers for a Patreon-like system get a little bit more access, get a little bit more say about the direction of the content at Evangelical Dark Web as a thank you. And we got an upcoming book coming out this year. So be on the lookout for that as well. So uh, this is the article I wrote on J.D. Greer gaslights us on Andy Stanley and homosexuality. And uh, this is J.D. Greer and his article with the Gospel Coalition. It's a very lengthy article, very lengthy, very much too long for the topic at hand called Downplaying the Sin of Homosexuality Won't Win the Next Generation. And on this, I say that this is an obvious duh moment as the only people who pretend not to know what the Bible says about homosexuality are liberals within the church, which would arguably include J.D. Greer and his past comments. So, in a last uh, previous coverage of this, I talked about Christian media's response to this. I specifically made mention of Richard Land of the Christian Post, who's formerly the president of the ERLC, where Russell Moore, who's now the Christianity Today editor, uh, used to work. So, Richard Land uh, basically... Uh, defended Andy Stanley as a brother, basically insinuating that he was under demonic or spiritual attack and was just merely mistaken on this issue. And then Ed Stetzer's church leaders basically covered this as a controversy, not even a social media controversy, not actually a doctrinal controversy. And they also insinuated that uh, Andy Stanley had correct views on this issue, which J.D. Greer, too, will uh, dip his toe in as far as doing that. So the Gospel Coalition, they finally show up to the issue uh, a couple weeks late, unsurprisingly. And it's J.D. Greer up at the bat. He's at the plate. And he writes a very long article on this subject. And J.D. Greer is not a good voice on this issue. I just want to be clear. He's not a good voice on this issue. In the past, he has said that Christians should stand up for homosexual rights. And that is not a biblical statement or sentiment whatsoever. There is no biblical mandate to uh, support the legalization of homosexuality in any way, shape, or capacity. There's no biblical mandate to do that at all. And J.D. Greer also said, famously said, that the Bible whispers about homosexuality and sexual sin, or at least homosexuality, 
which he did walk back those comments. People are insisting that J.D. Greer apologize for it. And this is his apology post right here. But I feel like, and not that I just feel like, this is a wholly insufficient apology uh, for a couple reasons. One, it focuses on the things that J.D. Greer said, but only one of the things that he said. So it's wholly insufficient to cover the error that J.D. Greer committed. Uh, J.D. Greer attributes the whispers about sexual, uh, whispers about shouts about sentiment. He says that he attributed Jen Wilkin to that statement, which is a problem in and of itself. But then he assumes that, you know, she was quoting R.C. Sproul. Uh, I'm not entirely sure who's really uh, telling the truth here. As the way I see it, uh, J.D. Greer was more likely getting this from Tim Keller than from Jen Wilkin, who I don't believe ever actually said the quote. So that's where we left off on uh, and, uh, J.D. Greer on this issue. And he apologized for that two summers ago, uh, summer of June 2021. Uh, but again, it was an insufficient downplay or walk back at the time so he comes out with this article february 9th 2023 so last week on this issue of andy stanley and it's also pretty cringe so he summarizes what andy stanley said in the viral clip which we reported on in the past and here's the kicker here's how he's going to address andy stanley and his controversy uh, some have reported that North Point assures them that neither they nor Stanley is affirming. No official statement exists, however, where North Point or Stanley endorse an exclusively traditional Christian marriage and sex, sex ethic, though many have asked for one. So what J.D. Greer is saying is that they don't say that they support this, uh, but they also don't. They also don't say that they support uh, homosexuality, either. Perhaps this isn't surprising, given one of Stanley's reported comments at Drive was that identifying yourself or your church as either affirming or not affirming will alienate someone. Thus, we have to assume that North Point's North Point's assurances only mean that they're not affirming. Not that they're not affirming. Whether this is true, only Stanley can clarify, and I hope he'll do it soon. I do not know that they require those seeking leadership to affirm that they are not engaging in or pursuing uh, a same-sex relationship. And this is nonsense by J.D. Greer. So J.D. Greer is trying to pretend that Andy Stanley is not affirming of homosexuality. When the record shows that J.D. Greer is quite clearly affirming of homosexuality. So J.D. Greer is first trying to say that it's debatable what his position is. It's not debatable. In fact, we went back and watched a 2012 sermon clip where Andy Stanley is affirming of homosexuality. It was clear then. And it's clear now. So let me read the next paragraph before I dunk on this more. 
For the sake of argument, let's assume they are indeed not affirming, meaning they believe the Bible teaches God's only plan for sex is between man and woman in the context of marriage, and anything else is sinful. Let's assume the reason they're hesitant to publish this is that they don't want to be cre- they don't want to create obstacles for homosexual and transvestite individuals who are searching for God. Now, he doesn't use the term homosexual or transvestite in this, but this is the more biblical language that Christians should be using. And I'm not surprised that J.D. Greer doesn't, but I'm trying to lead by example here. So, J.D. Greer is trying to put sheep's clothing on an obvious wolf that is Andy Stanley. There's no reason to treat Andy Stanley with any charity on any issue. He's already stated that the Old Testament doesn't matter. It do, it's not important. He's already stated that the Bible isn't necessary to preach the gospel. These are very well-documented beliefs of Andy Stanley in both his books, Unhitched, which is about unhitching the Old Testament from the New Testament, and Irresistible, which is about how great the gospel is. You don't even need scripture to... Scripture doesn't even have to be accurate for it to be real and, or to be preached. These are ideas of Andy Stanley. So the way that Andy Stanley is being framed here by J.D. Greer is that Andy Stanley is some missionary visionary that is trying to create as few obstacles as possible. And he's trying to pretend that Andy Stanley doesn't actually affirm homosexuality. But the reality is... The reality is that Andy Stanley affirms homosexuality. As we previously discussed, Andy Stanley has no problem with homosexual relationships so long as they divorce their wives first before serving in or on church ministries. That's where Andy Stanley stands on the issue of homosexuality. You don't have to repent of that or of adultery. Good old-fashioned adultery is what he calls it. You can just finish the divorce process and then you're good. That's Andy Stanley's views on this issue. That is what he's preached in the past. We shouldn't pretend that it's a mystery. We don't need to call Scooby-Doo and the gang to figure out this conundrum. One of the biggest influences, J.D. Greer goes on to say... Stanley's ministry has had on me is his focus on reaching people. I remember hearing a message nearly 15 years ago where he expounded on Acts 15:19, saying, I wish we could write this over the door of every church in America. We should not make it hard for Gentiles who are turning to God. His words moved me deeply, and I wept in my seat. I've repeated those words often at the Summit Church. For Stanley, this isn't about a cultural argument to be won. It's about a people to be reached. Relationships come before truth, he, is, he often says. Not at the expense of truth, he'd add, just before it. Hard conversations need to happen across coffee tables, not pontificated from stages or dogmatized in documents. So, J.D. Greer is setting up 
Andy Stanley as a sheep. He's setting him up as a pastor that's just wrong on an issue. And then J.D. Greer is going to play the conservative for us. He's basically uh, going to make a point that we can't really hide the offense of the gospel. Uh, he's going to make pretty generically decent arguments. It's not that the arguments he makes after this are bad. It's that he's has no credibility on this issue. He's also been severely wrong on this issue. He's also actively compromised on this issue. So I want to go to the end. And this is where he concludes. I haven't intended this article to provide a detailed analysis or to render a final verdict on Andy Stanley's ministries. ministry. We both have a judgment seat coming where that'll, that will happen. My intention is to encourage those of us who have been entrusted with God's word for this generation would not shrink, shrink back in unbelief, but instead press on in faith so that we might be able to say, our generation, say to our generation what Apostle Paul said to his. We didn't shrink back from declaring the whole counsel of God. We admonish everyone with tears day and night. We fought the good fight, kept the faith, and finished the race. And again, Andy Stanley or J.D. Greer joins in Richard Land in treating Andy Stanley as a mistaken brother in Christ and not an obvious heretic. And this is only one issue in which he's obviously a heretic. So, that's where I leave off. And perhaps I'll let me read one last thing. Uh, J.D. Greer puts the sheep's clothing on Andy Stanley by arguing that he is motivated by reaching people when the reality is he is an obvious false teacher and this is only one of the manifestations of his apostasy. This is just another Big Eva attempt to gaslight the laity, as J.D. Greer claims, the moral high ground on an issue in which he too is severely compromised. That's where I'll leave it here my name is ray this is the evangelical dark web if you like this kind of content subscribe to the channel if you are new otherwise have a blessed day we will catch you on the next one